please have your attention. P-H-I-L-L-Y. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Three seconds of mid-court. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Jenkins, going to go for it all down the side. It is caught for the touchdown. That's a bad white man. All the way in. Blocked by Embiid. You knocked him down. Why don't you try knocking me down? And now, live. Good morning, Philadelphia. You know what it is, man. We back 215 Sports. As as the promo said, live and local, broadcasting live from the Philly Cam Studios right down here at Independence Mall. Uh First and foremost, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. It's your day, man. Celebrate. And you don't got to get no gifts from Foreman Mills. Despite what the commercials did to us, the travesty that was uh, levied upon us, you know. Um, I just want to say, uh, again, happy Father's Day, especially to my dad. Uh, all the people that sacrifice for their families, um, you're appreciated. Um, and today's your day. But... Today is also uh, a very, very um, polarizing day in sports, right? We got a lot to talk about since uh, we last went off the air two weeks ago. We didn't, we didn't have a show last week due to technical difficulties. So, you know, we missed a few things, a few minor details. Well, I'm not going to call it minor, but um, Golden State losing the finals to Toronto. Kyle Lowry, the Philly kid, finally getting his chip. Big trades, big swings, uh, big changes in the NBA landscape per se. Um, Carson Wentz getting mega deals. Uh, Eagles solidifying their roster for the foreseeable future. Lot to get into. Um, Dom's running a little late, looking for parking, but he should be joining us shortly. Um, I just want to start. I guess I'll start with giving my thoughts on the finals. I thought it was very entertaining. Um, as you know, I picked Golden State to win in six, so uh, my my fortune telling was not on point, was not accurate, shall we say. Uh, Toronto surprised me, man. They really did. Uh, I didn't think they had the wherewithal. I didn't think they had the talent. Even with KD going out or being out, I didn't think Toronto had the, the talent to, to um, usurp Golden State but um you know it's it, sometimes it's good to be proven wrong sometimes it's good for parity sometimes seeing a new team win just shows you that everybody has that ability and if you're a Sixers fan um you hang on to that hope right you hang on to the hope that one day soon hopefully it'll be our turn you know maybe one day soon we'll be raising uh the Larry O'Brien trophy um as a parade down Broad Street so uh, Toronto's win gives you hope but I'll say this as well. Another thing I underestimated, not only was the Toronto Raptors in hold, but Kawhi Leonard's superstar potential. Kawhi Leonard really showed me something, man. And it's something I haven't seen in a long time. I've always said Jordan's the greatest player of all time. And I'm about to make some some off-the-wall comparisons here, but just bear with me. Uh, I always said Jordan was the greatest player of all times. I still think that's true. Um, but... What I saw from Kawhi was a mastery of the moments, unlike anybody I've seen since Jordan. So, like, it's like every time you saw Golden State preparing to go on a run or to take a, 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 
insurmountable lead. Kawhi Leonard uh, made his presence known. And it wasn't like he played his whole 48. You know, if you look at his 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 his, his stats per 48 minutes, they probably weren't even that great. But you remember those moments. You remember the 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 10-0 run by himself versus a whole team. You remember the monster defense played on 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 Clay Thompson and Steph Curry in in moments that matter. So I just I don't I don't like I I misjudge Kawhi Leonard. I'm just saying, I'm just, I, I didn't think he was a top five player. I wouldn't have had him in, in my top five player uh, prior to these NBA finals. And maybe I'm just a prisoner of the moment, but that's where he's at right now. That's where he lives, safely secured, right in, uh, nested and snuggled in that top five in the NBA hierarchy. Um, so, yeah, kudos to Kawhi Leonard. And then I underestimated completely the my biggest underestimation uh, – regarding the Toronto Raptors was probably Toronto Raptors uh supporting cast their their bench the the Fred Van Fleet's of the world I I literally if you asked me prior to the finals I would have told you Fred Van Fleet was 100% garbage like I, he he was he was along the lines of uh Eric Snow in my mind at that point like he he there was no way he was going to make his impact felt in the finals and, and you know again wrong <laughs> I don't know uh, this is the most wrong I've been about an NBA playoff NBA series um ever I would say I mean I, I'm fairly not to toot my own horn but I will toot it um I'm fairly I'm when it comes to predicting these things and seeing how things uh are going to lay out I, I've been fairly strong I've been fairly consistent in picking winners and I just you know I I, I, I you know I, I wet the bed on this one I didn't see this one coming um, now, with that being said, we do have to, you know, make note that Golden State was probably without uh, one of the most dominant forces in the NBA. And if Kevin Durant had played, you know, maybe this was a, maybe we maybe we have a different outcome regarding this series. But he didn't, and you can't make excuses because injuries happen. Injuries are a part of the game, so you can't make excuses. Uh, Clay Thompson going down in Game Five. I mean, Game Six. Maybe, maybe Golden State wins Game Six if Clay Thompson doesn't go down in Game Six. But again, you can't make excuses, bro. That's injuries are a part of the game, so you deal with uh, what you have. And what they had was Steph Curry, and what Steph Curry wasn't. Even though, as much as I like Steph Curry, he wasn't enough. Draymond Green wasn't enough. Andre Iguodala and uh, Randy Livingston looked like they went in the wayback machine and lost five steps in, in a matter of probably one playoff series. So, like I said, I don't make excuses. Uh, injuries happen. You deal with them. And LeBron James fans have come out the woodwork, you know, expressing that exact sentiment uh, that injuries happen and you deal with them. What's going on, Dom? Amen. Welcome. Welcome. You know. Thank you. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you as well, brother. <laughs> uh, I apologize to everybody for being late. Go ahead. Nah, that's good, man. Uh, we, like, like I was telling we just got a lot to talk about today. We, right. we had last week off. Uh, I'm just going over the Golden State Warriors series right now. Okay. Um, you can give me your thoughts. Okay. Um. Shout out to Toronto Raptors. I mean, I thought that <laughs> just um, I mean, I I criticized the team so much. I kept saying Marcus was seventy two years old, and you know they were going. I said they would get beaten five games by Milwaukee, and they would get beaten five games by the Warriors, and they pulled it off, man. So, I mean, as much as I hate Kyle Lowry, I got to give him credit. You know, congratulations to the entire team. You know, congratulations to Kyle Lowry. 
Kawhi Leonard is an absolute – I think he's the best all-around player in the league. I know Aaron probably disagrees with me, but I just think that um, – I'm not gonna be one to sit here and say Kawhi. You can say Kawhi Leonard is whatever you want right now. Yeah, right. Literally, right. I'm not gonna be. Right. The, the, right. You're not gonna put. Right. You're not gonna put me said. on that island. Nah, you know, I'm not right. gonna. I'm not gonna die on that hill. You said that he was, you know, not an offensive threat. That man has that, been nothing but listen, an offensive I, threat the n- entire playoffs. Listen, before the playoffs started, I I did not believe Kawhi Leonard was elite offensively. Right. I didn't. Right. Nobody, nobody could tell me he was. Right, and you know, like I said before, you came in. I was just, I mean, I'm just going on the fact like of how wrong I was about pretty much everything in this series. I'm, like, and, and and like I said, I don't, I toot my own horn a right. lot, you know, because I'm fairly accurate. I'm fairly pinpoint See, with my predictions. No, I am. I mean, look, the the proof is in the pudding. The, the tapes are out there. Okay. If we want to pull back the last couple NBA finals on who I said will win and who how it will play out, I'm fairly accurate. And okay. with this, I was 100 percent wrong. Person I was I was I was wrong about I was wrong about Toronto. I didn't think they had enough. Me either. Okay. I was wrong about Kawhi Leonard. I didn't think he was the best player on the floor. He was. I mean, Kyle Lowry. I was wrong about. Listen. uh, (laughs) I'm not going to say I was wrong about Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry deserved all the criticism he was getting prior to this playoff series. He shot the lights out. He he went. He went. He went absolutely bonkers. But I mean, you can say if you want to throw it out there, I was wrong about Kyle Lowry. I was wrong about Toronto's bench because I thought Frank Van Fleet was was trash. Bro, (laughs) you see what he did? Yeah. So I ain't like I was listen. I can't count the number of ways I was wrong about the NBA series. I thought, um, you know, I thought KD, I thought, I thought Steph and Clay w- would be way too much for for Toronto, too, and they man. proved that proved not to. Be. Even though, like I said, and this is not to make excuses. This is just to point out the fact: um, KD's in that game. I think you have a different outcome. Clay not missing one game and missing. The end of game six, you right. might have a I different think, outcome. I think if he doesn't miss the fourth quarter, he goes to game seven. Yeah. So I mean, like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of what ifs, but we don't deal in the what ifs. We deal in in the yeah. reality. And the reality is the Toronto Raptors, oh Canada, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. are the NBA champions. Yeah. So. Shout, shout out, out to them. Shout, shout out to Kyle six. Lowry. Yeah. Man. Bring the trophy back to Philly, man. You see, Let's Drake, party. You see, you know, Drake out here. He, I saw a picture of him. I think it was like. Early this morning or last night, I don't so. understand the Drake hate. I don't. Bro, I don't get that. Carried, he had the. He had I the, never got that. The like the lob all in Vegas. Like he went into some club and he was carrying in the club with him. I was just like, wow, man, this is this is what it's coming Drake down is to. the definition of a super fan, man. I, I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate that. Um, uh, I I just I don't like the um. You just don't like Drake. No, nah, no. Nah, like, it I don't have nothing with what he does. Nah. Because Kevin Hart does the same thing. Nah, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. No, have he you doesn't. seen a game? Yeah, I've never how many, seen How many players? Wait, wait. I've never seen Wait, wait. Kevin. How many players after a game have literally said something about Kevin Hart? Um, He's in the post-game people interviews. Just like Kev- people just don't like Kevin Hart. No, they Hart. love Kevin Hart as a nah, person. Nah, people don't like nah, Kevin No, I think Hart. they love him. But he, he's he's... He's a buffoon. Like that's what he does. Like no, no, no slander against him. But that was a lot of slander. I'm just saying, Kevin Hart does the same thing. Um, I don't think he does the, the extent of Drake's like fandom or show offness because that's exactly what he's. He just he's doing it for the camera. Like he's literally doing it for the, like. I mean, I think no, he, I think he's actually a Toronto Raptors fan. So I disagree. So, so massaging Nick Nurse's shoulders. If you if you had that if you had that level. Of of accessibility, mm. what would you be doing? Sitting uh, there quietly? I'd probably be. No, a, a I guarantee pill. you, you give me that level of accessibility. <laughs> what? 
First of all, I'll be heckling Brett Brown the entire time. <laughs> the entire time. They wouldn't give me that. That's why you they wouldn't. That's why they wouldn't give me. You can't get over yourself, dude. You can't. I'm gonna tell you something. Listen, listen. Putting a 76 ers spin on the on this whole series, yeah, right? That's exactly what I want to talk um, about. The Sixers wasted an opportunity. Yes, they did. Because they were one coach away. Oh, I don't know about that. I do. I, I think it had they fired the coach at the beginning of the season, right? And brought in a, another capable coach. They probably would be. They probably would. I don't know if they would have been winning the championship, but it would have been a possible, a stronger possibility. Um, you know, listen, that remains to be seen. Like honestly, like I can't even. I can't defend Brett anymore with you against you, Earn. Nobody um, can. I'm on a rampage. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't defend Brett anymore. I mean, honestly, I just looked at the, the finals and I, I listen, let me first say that Toronto played extremely well against um against three through six against Milwaukee and then they played the, they played extremely well throughout the entire uh NBA finals. So I think they got better. I think they got stronger as they went on, which is great. And I think they made some adjustments. And I got to shout out, you know, their coach. I don't think their coach is a good coach, but, I mean, hey, he's a champion. So I got to give him credit. But I, I just look at that. I look at that team, and I look at what happened, and I'm just like, the Sixers, they really wasted an opportunity. And I'm just so – I'm so dis- – like, I, so shout out to my, you know, podcast, 444 podcast – I, I I recorded an episode like right after the finals, and I just mm-hmm. talked about my disappointment in the Sixers. Like it just led me to be more disappointed because I'm like you. They really wasted an opportunity, and I don't think they understand the magnitude of what they wasted. Like they just let it all to the way because things won't be the same next year. Like you won't have it won't be this kind of you know who knows what the team is going to like. I mean, we only can look, know what the team looks like after like July, you know, first or whatever. Or after July, after the middle in the middle of July, we'll know what the team looks like. You know what I mean? At least going into the season. But I'm just really disappointed because they wasted an opportunity, and I don't think they get it. Like, and I, my 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 anger or vitriol is toward Ben and Joel. It's really toward them. It's not toward Brett. It's not toward you know any assistant coach, or it's not toward ownership or the GM. I think they understood what needed to be done, and they couldn't get it done. But I look at the two superstars of this team, regardless of you got Jimmy and Tobias and all of that, and the best players that you had that contributed, I look at Ben and Joe, and they wasted an opportunity, and I don't think they get it. And I don't know if they will. I get that they had, they suffered a gut-wrenching loss, and I get that, you know, Joel Embiid was crying going into um, the locker room, and I get that um, – you know, Ben, I think he understands and knows that he needs a jumper. But I don't think he really gets it like, yo, you wasted an opportunity. You could have been a champion this year. And maybe it's about them just getting paid. May I mean, at least for Ben, maybe it's just about him getting paid. Maybe it's about um, just living that superstar life where you can go in and out of these clubs and live the high life and date a superstar you know, girlfriend and all that. Maybe it's about that. Maybe it's not about winning. And I, I, I can't. I'm not here to say that he don't care. I'm just here to say that I don't. I don't know if winning is the priority for this team. I don't know if winning is a priority for those two guys. You know what I mean? But I, I love Joe, but Joe left a lot on the floor, and I'm so disappointed in him and Ben. Really, Joe, because Joe told. What did Joe tell me? Joe what? told me he was the most unstoppable player in the league. Okay. So I got to look at Joe like, Joe, you got stopped in that series, 
and you prevented us from getting to at least to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I'm just I'm I'm just disappointed in the Sixers. Like I give Toronto a lot of credit, yes, but in turn I got to be disappointed in the Sixers because yes, I know they lost off of a off of a Kawhi Leonard shot that was a really tough shot, and he would never hit that. You know, nine times out of a hundred he wouldn't hit that shot. But the fact that they even let it get to that point, I just think it's um, it's a disappointment. It's a real disappointment, and I don't know what the team. I don't know what they expect of this team going forward. I really don't. That's what concerns the, well, me. The, the, the thing that should concern you, right, is not even about this team, right? Because the the the, the issue is the opportunity was the the, the power, right? The, the 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 standing power of the NBA was decimated. And if you were in position to take uh take 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 advantage of that, then you you would have probably done so, right? Right, right. Um but that's not a guarantee next year, right? Exactly. And the NBA landscape has already changed. Yeah, it's already majorly, changed. Yes, right? it has. And it's going to change even more. We got to get into that. So yeah, it's so so with the NBA landscape changing, people automatically assume they assume when when we lost to Toronto, oh, this team comes back as they are. Everybody, oh, we want to run it back. We want to run it back, right? That's that's, that's that was the sentiment that you were getting because people automatically assume your chances will only increase because all your players will get better. Nobody ever factors in how other teams will get better as right, well, right? right? Um, so the, once you take that into a factor, your chances might have actually decreased, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a lot of people automatically assume Kawhi is leaving Toronto. I actually don't think he's leaving Toronto. Me either. So, I saying that. Uh, like, a lot of people were like, oh, we ain't got to worry about the Raptors next year, right? A lot of people automatically assume this team is better than Milwaukee, which I under, can't understand as to why when Milwaukee, for all we've seen Milwaukee do is dominate the Sixers. I think right? they were better than Milwaukee, but, but but what proof do you have to that point? I mean, you just you're. I think you're just looking at Giannis. No, I'm saying what proof do you have to that point? I mean, they didn't play a series. The fact the, the, they they played people, each other in the season. People are basing people are also, basing I mean, the Bucks won one and, and the Sixers won. But that's that's what I'm saying. So there's no real proof. There's no people are basing the fact that the Sixers played Toronto tougher. Than Milwaukee no, did. I think no, no, that's what they're doing. They're saying, "Oh, we took Toronto to seven games. They beat Milwaukee in six, so we're clearly better than Milwaukee." No, I think that's idiotic. Um, it is. That's idiotic comparison. But I think that it is. If you just, I think I just looked at it like this. Like I was like, I like our chances going against the Bucks. I just liked it, and I, I didn't. I and, didn't. And it, I didn't feel that. I felt that the Sixers, like, like I keep saying it, they let an opportunity slip. And I'm not saying that the Bucks were just like. We're just gonna roll over because they they clearly didn't just roll over. Mm-hmm. I mean, Giannis had to be stopped, and I give Toronto a lot of credit for stopping that man because, like, at one point he just looked like he was just gonna tear through him. But when I look at the Bucks, I think they're built for today's NBA. I don't think the Sixers are built for today's NBA. Okay, the Bucks have. I want to hear, hear you. The Bucks have a, a dominant force in Giannis, mm-hmm. and they have great perimeter play. Okay, Toronto has play. great perimeter play. Okay, perimeter. The play. Sixers let's, let's don't not, have great perimeter. Let's play. not gas their perimeter play. But okay, no, I, they're fairly sound. They're they're, they're they're much better than the Sixers on the perimeter. Um, much better. They're okay. Nah, I, they're much better. Nah, they're, they're okay. They're much. They're that, listen. The, the Sixers perimeter play lacks a point guard. Right. See here. You, it does. The fact is, it, this is listen. This this listen. Listen. This ahead. is a fact of the matter. It lacks a point guard. It lacks a. Uh, a person who can 
shoot and create their shot at the same. You can say Jimmy, but but Jimmy Butler is not a great shooter. He's either. not. A, yeah, he's not a great. So shooter. so if Jimmy Butler could shoot to the extent of JJ Redick, I would say yay. You know what I'm saying? That would be what you want. But they don't have they don't have that person that can just take over it from the perimeter. I, I oh okay. They don't they don't. And Tobias Harris is is inconsistent, yeah. right? And he and, and he sometimes more, he plays. It looks game like is more mid range right. to me. And he's he's also another thing about the Tobias Harris thing is Tobias Harris in in in, in the Clippers was an isolation player. Mm-hmm. Now that he's been forced to play, you know, catch and shoot. That's not his game. Mm-hmm. It, it takes him out of his rhythm. Good point. You know what I'm saying so. I, I listen. I might be wrong, but because there's no proof to my to my theory as well. Right. But there's no way people can sit here and 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 without a shadow of a doubt tell me that we're better than Milwaukee. See, honestly, I think what you look at is two players. I think Milwaukee had a better season. Uh, like you're not even let me get a point. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, nah, go ahead. I want to hear what you had to say. Well, I, I think Milwaukee's had a better season, and I think. I mean, like, I don't know. I trust Giannis more than I trust any player on the Sixers. Okay. So, I mean, those two given facts. Giannis is also MVP. So, like, I mean, I hey, look, Giannis had a great season, man. And I look at Giannis as, you know, one thing, one thing I respect about Giannis is that Giannis knew, he knows where his shortcomings were and why they lost that series. Yeah. Like, immediately after they lost the series, he had an interview with, like, the athletic out there, I think. And he just talked about, like, yo, I – I didn't stick to my mid-range game. I got to I got to get better this offseason with shooting a mid-range jumper. You know, all of this all of, he didn't like five things that went wrong and he like was like I got to get better at this, 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 this and this. And I respect that because he knew immediately what happened and that was wrong, like that that turn that series over. And people look for Ben to actually do that and wow. Ben is like Ben is just like a he's a very like I don't know I want to say nonchalant and arrogant, but he's kind of nonchalant. No, he's, he's very arrogant. <laughs> he's very arrogant, and that's part of the problem. With yeah, ben. yeah. So like, he, he hasn't he he's hasn't been, he hasn't even been humbled from that series, and that's the people's problem with Ben. That's my problem with Ben because I feel like he didn't get humbled, and he didn't he doesn't he doesn't want to win bad enough. Now you're humbling, you take him off the off the ball. Hey, but the coach won't work. do that. Your, that your, your coach won't do that. I just want to say this though before, because I, I know you're trying to get on Brett, and that's cool. I'm not, but like, <laughs> I'm just giving you the fact. I think what you like from the Bucks. I mean, one they had Chris Middleton, which is he was a he was a big piece of. I like Chris Middleton. And I like I know Malcolm like, Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon, and you like uh, George Hill. I like George Hill. Yeah, George Hill was definitely um, he was an integral part of mm-hmm. their uh, success this year, and I I think you want players like that. Like I don't know if Brogdon would be the same player here, but a George Hill type. Here would would definitely benefit us because you wouldn't have to have Ben like you wouldn't have to have Ben to try to create a shot or anything like that. Now who knows who's going to come back next year? How he's going to come back next year? But well, I mean, it's right all, now I just I, with the Sixers, I'm just my disappointment. I don't know what to expect from them. Well, the, the thing about the Sixers, like I said, the only way, only conceivable way. Let's say they bring everybody back, same team from last year, right? They can't. They the can't own, just bring well, them well, back. Well, I don't think. I don't think they really have. I don't think they have much of a choice because I don't think Philadelphia is a free agent destination. That's I don't true. think. I don't think you're. You're not lining up the Kimball Walkers of the world. You're mm-hmm. not lining up the Kyrie Irvings of the world. No, no, no. So, but like, also, you, I mean, like, I, I want to bring Joe. I mean, I want to bring Tobias and I want to bring uh, Jimmy back. I do want to bring those guys back, but they do need a bench, and they're not going to have the same bench players from. This year, they're not going to have. They're just not going to have those guys. They're going to have most teams. Have to either draft I'll say guys this. or get Mo- guys. Most, on low that's it. Deals. That's it, though. Most teams that have 
a deep bench draft well. The Sixers do not. They haven't drafted well. You're and that's why right. that's why they don't have a bench. Like you can't expect to Ben on a max deal, Joe on a max deal, Jimmy on a max deal, Tobias on something like a max deal, right. and then afford to play solid bench players. You can't like so you have to have those young players that have came up through the system mm-hmm. that that played a role on the bench. Like the that's just and the Sixers it. don't have that. So like when I say with the Sixers, I don't see a conceivable way. This team gets better outside of Joel and Jim. Joel and Joe just coming back better players. Like Joel that's Joe are the same player. No, I'm saying I, they have they have to come back considerably better. Yeah, in order for the this same. They're the same. Joel and Joe are the same. I'm sorry, player. Joel and and Ben. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Joel and Ben have to come back considerably better for this team to get better. I don't see the the coach is not going to get better. The, your bench play really. I don't see a way that gets better. Uh, Jimmy Butler isn't getting any younger if he does decide to come back. And who right. knows if he is even coming back. He right. just declined his option. So well, declining his option. Yeah, I mean that was that was that was coming, but at right. the same time, now it's inevitable he's a free agent. Right, right. <laughs> he can talk to whomever he wants to. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. There's no guarantee Tobias Harris coming back. And there's no guarantee if those players don't come back, you'll be able to replace them with as good or better players. Right. right so right. like and you're in the you're in the status of limbo right now. And the fact that you you can max those guys out and go over the luxury tax because they, well you can't necessarily. Only you get because Jimmy Jimmy Butler is actually going to be a free agent. He's technically not their guy anymore, right? No, no, they can still offer him more money. Okay, they can still offer him more money than anybody else. But money is not always the. the here's the thing: money is not always the, the point. Issue. I'm trying to make is about the cap though, because you can max out Jimmy and. And Tobias, uh-huh. and then you max it. You got you got uh, Joe on his deal, and you can max Ben, and then you can go over the luxury tax with those guys. I mean, yeah. like if you let one of them no, go, you're like, right. You kind of messes up your cap, and you messed up because you traded. You traded away. away. You pr- traded away assets. It's listen. It's going listen. Ellen Brand is going to have to make it make his money. He work. shouldn't. Yeah, he shouldn't be getting no sleep right now. He should really be working because. People look at this thing as a lock, and it's far from it. No, it's, it's not far a lock. from it. It's, it's not far a, from it. I I can tell you that, like being realistic, like it is, not, it is far from a lock. Like the Sixers got to fight to even be a top four team next year. Like in this, in like this I think conference. I think you'll see New Jersey get a lot better. And think about it, Oladipo's coming back. Oh, like, that's another thing. They're going right? to be better next year. <laughs> you got New Jersey. You're going to have Indiana. You're going to have Milwaukee. You're going to have Toronto. I think you mean Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to keep calling New Jersey. That's, listen, Keith, shout out to Keith Van Horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Come on, <laughs> Carrie man. Kittles. <laughs> shout out to the new Carrie Kittles from Delta Ada. So, shout Ooh. out to Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's nothing. There's no guarantees. There's nothing written in stone here. Um, right. So, when people say like, "Oh, this is what," when people say, "Oh, this wasn't our year. This wasn't our year." We, oh, let's yeah, say, listen, it wasn't Toronto's year either, but it was. Not, like I, nobody came into the season saying, "Yo, Toronto about to win the championship." Right. Right. Nobody came when the now, even, even when the playoffs started. I think the only person I heard say Toronto was going to win was, was probably win the championship was Stan Van Gundy on, on Dan Levitard show. That's I can't it. stand that guy. That's my guy. I can't stand Stan. I love Stan. Stan. I love Stan. Oh, I love Stan. Wait. You're you talking about Stan. Jeff. I'm talking about Jeff. I can't yeah. stand Jeff. I like both of them. Stan's both of them right. better coaches than Brett Brown. Nah, um, Stan's <laughs> um, the, He's the only one. So, like, it wasn't Toronto's year. And it probably wouldn't. If, nah, if Golden State was healthy, it wouldn't have been Toronto's let year. Let me counter what you're So saying. you never know when your year is. Let me counter, though, because I, I did hear a lot of people before the season started, like, them getting Kawhi. 
they really thought that they would still be. Because I thought that people still thought that Toronto would be the top. Like from what I was hearing, no, that's fair. People thought that Toronto would be the top team in the East. Even, like they thought because they didn't think Milwaukee would take that step. Fine, that, that that's true. But who thought they were going to be Golden State? Yeah, I don't know anybody. That's I remember, what I'm saying. I remember seeing a meme that was like, you know, if Kawhi Leonard keeps playing the way he's playing and Kyle Lowry can make some shots and all this other stuff, going, I think this is still losing four. four. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, like even with so it wasn't Toronto's year until it was. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Like, you never know. You what you do. If I'm a general manager, I'm always a swing for. I'm a swing for the fence type guy. Right. I don't play that play for the future type thing. Right. I always want to put my self in position to take advantage of any opportunity that befalls me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's where Toronto was. And it was you got to give them credit for like making the trades that they made at the deadline and getting. I didn't think Marcus All would be that much of it. Like he's 72, man, but he was so, so much of an asset to that team. I didn't even realize it until I watched a couple clips like the other day, and I'm like, Marcus Saul really put on for that team. But it, it, like, even if you look, if you look at the way Golden State was decimated by injury, yeah, by age, yeah. First of all, Randy Livingston needs to retire. I swear to God, I've never seen somebody miss so many four foot jump shots in my life than I saw in this year. But if you look at the way Golden State was decimated, they might they probably would have lost to Milwaukee. They probably would have lost the Sixers. They probably would have lost to any team from yeah, the East. That's the way the, they were. That's the war of attrition with them. That's I what mean, I'm saying. It's like played any, in how any, many trade finals? Like that was their fifth trade finals. Fifth. So, so any team, any team that put themselves in a position to be there probably would have won. Yeah. So that's where you missed the opportunity. So uh, listen. Hopefully the Sixers take that. Take take these heed these words, man. It's never your year until it is. So just balls to the wall. Balls to the wall, man. It's and still, and, and it, still, it still relies on it still relies on Joe and Ben, man. It still relies on them. Like they gotta that team, man. But I'm not going so as far as those two players. I don't know about that. Because if, if Ben comes back without a jump shot, I'll trade him day one. I don't know about trading <laughs> day one, but I would consider I wouldn't it. know. If he because you're no, not gonna learn. I would consider Here's the thing. I would listen, Here's, and that's saying a lot for me. I would consider trading that man because it's like now you're just being stubborn. You're not going to get anybody. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. If you come back, let's say the first three games, and you're playing the same way you played last year, there's no way he develops a jump shot throughout a season. He can't develop so a shot. So if, if he doesn't come back with one, he's not going to have one. Right. So I would trade him immediately, if not sooner. Hey, that's that's what you say, man. Yeah. But I would, I would really consider, like, you know, what can we get for the guy? But then the mar- it might be too late because it's like, then everyone knows that he can't shoot. Who wants him? Like that's the thing. You, 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 you just, really can't get nothing back from him. Yeah, so it's like that's true. But you gotta, and listen. then it's a wasted opportunity. And it's just that would mean at the same more day. Complacency is not a good thing. Complacency will will destroy a franchise. Yeah. If if you're a player on that team, if you're Jimmy Butler, oh good lord! If if Matt, could you imagine Jimmy Butler coming back next year and Ben Simmons still not willing to shoot? Right. We're going to be Minnesota. Right. The Minnesota saga will happen all over Bruh, again. And I wouldn't even blame Jimmy. <laughs> Who could? Who could blame, blame Jimmy? Oh my God. I oh, can't man. even imagine. Dog, that, you're giving me anxiety just thinking. I'm serious, <laughs> man. Like, I don't even want to think about that because I'm, I'm already disappointed in the team. So it's like thinking about them not even um, getting any better. Like, and then Jimmy having to go full Super Saiyan on them because mm-hmm. they don't, you know, they disrespect the game. Like I just I, I I can't even think about that man I'm just 
they got to do something. They got to realize, like, yo, like, you wasted, like, I keep saying it, you wasted an opportunity. You got to, mm. it should never, ever happen again, man. And like, and now you got the new superpower merger. Oh, and the Lakers. And the Lakers. <laughs> listen, listen, man. Okay. Uh, you Listen, people, you know how much I love Anthony Davis. Right, you know right. You know what I'm saying? Talked about him and they're talking about going after Kimba or Kyrie. Listen. Good I, Lord. My line brother, shout out to my line brother, Johnny. Um... I don't know if he's watching the show or not, but I, I texted him and told him he needed to do Because, listen, he barraged me with Texas yesterday talking about, you know, Lakers should win the next four easily and all this other stuff. And I'm like, nah, you still need another player. Like, you need oh, they need another player. And, and it's not – listen, don't get it twisted. Listen, this is something people need to understand. One, I think Clay and KD might actually stay in Golden State. I think so. And if they do – Clay the next, definitely, yeah. Clay KD, definitely. Maybe. Katie's a really good chance, I think. But After if they injury, do, if they do, chance. the next four aren't guaranteed for anybody. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe next year, right? right next right. year might be guaranteed. But if those two dudes stay <laughs> stay in in Golden State, the next four, you can't say that about anybody. Right, right. You get what I'm saying? But next year, I think you know if they listen. Right now, I think if you if if they put if there were odds out. Right, yeah, he's who, in Portland next, in a way, man. Who, I'm not. Listen. Portland, see, Portland's up and coming. And Portland in the Portland, way. Portland, the Portland. Got hurt. He coming back. Yeah, so Portland, I like. I like Portland's makeup. Yeah. Houston, I'm not I'm not worried about Houston. Why not? I'm not worried about because Houston is too dependent on one player. I don't and I think LeBron could So uh, what went wrong in that um in the series versus Golden State that actually stopped them from getting to the finals? What went wrong? Uh James Harden forgot how to pass the ball. That's what went wrong. <laughs> Listen, you saw the reports about him and Chris Paul getting into it. Yes, like, yes, yes, I could, who who couldn't have foresaw that? I was like, Jesus. Like his usage rate was like ninety eight point three or something. Like, like no, you can't. You had to pass the ball, bro. Like, oh we God. can shoot too. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, like, I still look at Houston as a viable threat, man. And you know they gotta. I think they gotta bring back Tucker because he's a good defensive. Presence. I like PJ. I would like PJ Tucker to come to the Sixers. I would love for him to come yeah. to the Sixers. Yeah. I would like Eric Gordon to come to the Sixers. Yeah, man. You got to pay him though. Like, he yeah. wants some bread. You gotta pay somebody. Yeah. I would pay him over to Bias. Hey, man. He's a good shooter. And he plays tough defense. He can hit that three, man. And and he got the God. mentality. And I hate Eric Gordon, but I I would love for him to be on this team. But um, Eric Gordon, one of them dudes who you be like, I don't understand how he's good. <laughs> like, right. I'm gonna make it. We gotta make up a list of people. We be like, I don't even understand right, we gotta how do he's that one day. good. We gotta do that one day. Like seriously, I'm like, I look at him. I'm like, I don't understand. How you he's look good. at it. You oh. look how he dribbles. How he runs. You like, exactly. bruh. It's no way you're good, but he's good. Listen, right. shout out to him, man. Right, right, right. So, um, I, I still look at Houston in their way. I look at Portland in their way, and and Denver. I mean, I know Denver really only has two players, but Jamal Murray's gonna get better. And Joker is Joker, man. Like he really, I didn't realize how good he was until Joker, I actually Joker, saw him Joker play. solid, but I don't. I can't see them get. I can't see them being a, a, a true threat to the Lakers. That's the only thing. I'm looking at teams like people wait. forget that you know because you know my line brother brought up Johnny. He brought up the uh, yes like yesterday. He brought up you know Sixers were. I mean the uh, Lakers were fourth in the West before they got hurt. And I yeah. get that. I'm like, but you also forget that those teams that I'm listing. 
they beat your team when they were healthy. So like it's like But that was without the best big man in the game. I and people can at me, come at me. I know we in Joel and B City. Anthony right. Davis is the best big man in the game. When healthy. The only his his only he's an injury pro. He has a lot of injuries too though. That's a, that's one People don't talk about that. Yeah, he he definitely misses a lot of games. People don't talk and about he's that. always banged up. So right. that's something to look at. Look at like right. like that's one of the things. Like nothing's guaranteed, but if, if you say when healthy, the the common first of all Anthony Davis, I think, pro- will probably be the best player LeBron James has ever played with. Maybe one A, one B, him and Kyrie. Now, I mean, it's you know, a- according to the player efficiency rating, he will be the best player that he's ever played with. Yeah. And then if he gets Kyrie back, it'll be two of the top three players only that he's ever three. played yeah. with. Yeah. Um, and then you still got Kuzma. Yeah. They still kept Kuzma. That which is good for them. Yeah, they kept also Kuzma. for that. He's a great. Up and coming player, like I don't know, the Lakers are going to be a tough out next year. Let's just put yeah, it that they're way. Gonna be they're going to be a but, fairly uh, tough out next year. Who won the trade though? That's what I want to know. I want to get your opinion. Who won the trade? I think they both won. I think it was. I actually think this is a win-win trade. New Orleans had no option but to trade Anthony Davis. Yeah, I was like, so I'm waiting for you guys so, to trade him. So, you so get with out that, of the you get you get the number four pick. Yeah, you get the second pick in the draft two years ago, right? And Brandon Ingram. Right, second yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah. You get Lonzo Ball, uh-huh. uh, Josh he, Hart. Who's he was a, another number two pick. Yeah, jo- another one, Josh Hart, who I like, solid, solid, player. solid first player. Um, and you also have the first pick in the draft. So you got you're getting two of the top five players, and then in the NBA first, draft, they have, right? You know, and you still got Drew. Yeah, like I think I like what the Pelicans have done, um, especially considering the fact that they were kind of held hostage by Le- LeBron and, and his consortium. Yeah, but <laughs> like, and they got they still, they still have Julius Randle. Yes, they still have Julius Randle. And they're gonna get um, yeah, they're gonna get Zion. So yeah, and they got the number four pick this year. Which yeah, is, they gonna get Zion, and they gonna get um, who else? Who they can, I don't know who's gonna be available at number four. Um, because RJ Barrett's gonna go to the Knicks, but yeah, but no, but they're going to New Orleans is going to be a solid team next year. And you know who lost this trade? Who the Knicks? Oh yeah, the Knicks definitely. The lost. Knicks lost this trade. Like, no, 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 the Knicks lose every. Anytime, any <laughs> listen. Anytime anything happens in the NBA, the Knicks, the lose. Knicks lose. KD get hurt, the Knicks lose. <laughs> Toronto won the championship. Kawhi staying, the Knicks lost. <laughs> Anthony Davis right. gets traded, the Knicks lost. Like the Knicks lose. They listen. <laughs> listen, the Knicks taking a lot of lumps. They man. taking a lot of L's, man. I My can't God. see the Knicks ever getting better. Earn, <laughs> like I don't see. Get better, man. I don't know how. Like if you like, oh, I got. What I have what, this coming into the season, because now it's like Kyrie. Kyrie's probably not going to Knicks. No, he's not. KD's probably not going to Knicks. Nope. Uh, Kemba was. He's not going Kemba's there. Probably not going to Knicks. <laughs> uh, like so, if they come away with this free agency with nothing and all they have to have they hang their hat on is the is the, is the, is the what the number three pick. Yeah. Like. That's it. <laughs> they lost again, man. They oh man, it's beautiful. Listen, pick. as long as New York suffers, I'm all. I'm for good. It. I'm like, all I'm for good. New York suffering, man. Shout out to Brooklyn, man. I want them to be the best team in the, you know, in New York, man. I'm cool with oh, that. Oh, Brooklyn's like, listen, Brooklyn is And they got a good coach. Like they got yeah. they just they just better, man. Oh man. I'm jealous that they got a good coach. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Ern, let me cause I gotta ask you again, because you always go through this. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to coach this team in? Like I listen, I, just, y'all, I don't give y'all listen, this is the thing. I've given you names. You don't like the names. But they're, I, told, I, I but think I, they're I better. Told you, I told you Jay's not Listen, here. Listen, everybody dismisses the fact that Jay Wright won't come. How do we know this? 
I feel like Jay Wright will absolutely. He gets to stay in Philly. He doesn't have to move his family. He gets the his probably his dream job. Reality. I, I don't think, think so. I don't think Villanova is his dream job. No, and he, he gets. Huh? He's a god. He's a he's a god at Villanova. That's dog. great. He would be a god <laughs> in Philadelphia. <laughs> you just you just really you want Brett out of here so bad, listen, dude. Listen, um, Jay Wright. I would take Jay Wright. I'll take both of the Van Gundys. Uh, I'll take Mark Jackson. Uh, I, listen, I am considering the Mark Jackson thing. Listen, I, I've started to consider it because I, I feel well, like if Mark ja- he's blackballed from the NBA. Yeah, yeah, and I and I and I heard some stories as to why he is blackballed. Okay, but, well, um, I like speculation and, and, and slander. Nah, because so you talk, feel free. <laughs> you, know, you had talked about his his beliefs, like you know. Him, oh yeah, his religious beliefs, a man yeah. of God, and all that stuff. I didn't even I didn't know all of that stuff. Yeah, somebody put me like yeah, he was heavy with it. Yeah. So I didn't Bible even know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, you know, he had Steph Curry going to his church and the whole night. I was like, I didn't even know this stuff, man. But it's like, he being blackballed, yeah. And I guess it was like, you know, yeah, we're going to blackball you from coaching, but you can still be in NBA service because you can still announce these games. You can be right. the number one team in right. NBC, whatever. So it's like, you know, I, w- I, c- I would consider the Mark Jackson thing. I Right now, I, it's like, I'm so like, see, the thing, the, the Toronto win, winning the championship has me jaded. Like, it's just like, now I, I just want – to do something radical to change everything, like I, I got to do something. Listen, that's how I listen, feel. The only thing that you know, remains and I was the cool same is change. Lost, after I lost, yeah, that's right, that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's true, man. And I was like, you know, after they lost the series, I was like, you know, like I just, you know, it's, they lost some tough shot, whatever, whatever. I can't fire Brett. Da, 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 da. I'm at a point now because they won the championship. Like I got to do something to change this. Like, yes. You know what I mean? And and that's just maybe that's the fan in me, but it's like. That hurt me. That hurt. That really like the Sixers like not being there and seeing Toronto win it all. That hurt, man. Listen, that hurt. There's a lot of things, man. I don't listen. I think Brett Brown is. I don't know. Like he had his post game conference. And he's like, "Yo, I've been fired every year." And there's just a reason for that, Brett. And he's <laughs> like, "This is just the nature of the game." They, they, they try to push. Oh, it's just the nature of the game. No, good coaches don't get. People don't want good coaches fired every year. Yeah, people, people don't go into the season like, "Yo, we gotta get Pop out of here." Yeah, people don't, people want don't Doc like. Rivers yeah, fired. People don't like. Yo, even Pat just got an extension. Right. Dog. <laughs> Brad Stevens had probably a down season. Nobody's saying, "Yo, let's fire Brad Stevens." Nah, some yeah. people in Boston are talking about it, but it, it, it might be. It's not at the level. Where where Brett Brown yeah. is every year. Right. There's a reason why people want Brett Brown fired every year because he's not a good coach. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that. but I'm yeah. going to say it for you. <laughs> I speak for Dom on this. <laughs> <laughs> man, I just, I just want, I just want to change, man. The only thing never made me. That's so true. It's, yeah, listen, complacency, man. I'm not with it. Uh, let's switch gears. Uh, your guy got his, got his bread. Got that. He secured the bag. He secured the bag. Yes, he um, did. Good move. And I, I know a lot of people are like, what do you mean is it a good move? Of course it's a good move. But is it a good move? It's a good move because he had you had, you had control over two years, but you got the deal done early, which is good. Um, people might get shocked at the, you know, the amount of money guarantees and, the and, most and, in, and in much, NFL history and the much as much as what well, it's a, up to one hundred seven point nine million in guarantees, sixty six fully, but it's like, it's sixty fully guaranteed. Yeah, and people might get sh- like mad because he's making like thirty, he's gonna make like thirty two million dollars a year. But I say to them, and I said it on my podcast, shout out to Philly Sports 444 Podcast. I said, Shameless plug. That's what, yeah, shameless plug. Shameless plug. That's what quarterbacks get paid in the league. Like, that's just what they get. The only, the only quarterback that doesn't get paid that much is Tom Brady because he takes the lower deal. 
His woman makes like a billion dollars, so like I, he don't have yeah. to. He don't have to. He don't. He don't need the money. <laughs> right. Right. He already has. So the that's what quarterbacks make, and that's what they're going to make. And like I mean, for people that don't like the deal, I'm not saying that you don't. You're not entitled to not like the deal. I just think it's a good deal. I think that and and how he has made it in such a way where he's not going to be cash strapped, which is I. I look at it like this. I'm not mad at the deal. The only person I, making more money is your, is your quarterback, Jimmy G. He's the only person making more money than Carson, I think. No, no. Comes to, well, not the only person, but I think he's the only person that got – well, the deal that Carson signed, I think that Jimmy G, he was like the only person at the time that signed a big deal. Him and Russell, right? No, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was well, he got a the, 100% guaranteed contract. Well, it's 100% guaranteed, <laughs> but I think the, the overall – You talking about per year? Like, I think it's a per year. I think it's nah. something – To me, some, to me – I look at guarantees because, like, okay. I don't have to – like, I can give offer you whatever. I can write whatever I want in this contract. If I can cut you and not pay it, it don't matter. Right. Um. So, like, the, my thing about it is this. I'm not – like I said, I'm not mad at the deal. I'm not mad at Carson guys in my own net. But I, I just think it was – it was you didn't have to do it right now. There was no yeah. need. Like, he's under contract. Okay. There's under contract, and you didn't have to do it. And and for a player being as injury-prone as Carson Wentz is, mm-hmm. um, I I personally would have waited. And and the thing is, like, oh, well, if he was healthy, then you would have to pay him more next year. So what? Like, to me, so what? <laughs> if he's healthy, he deserves it. So it wouldn't have mattered. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But God forbid he gets hurt this season. People will be ready to riot in the streets. Well, yeah, that's – so uh, like I just think I think when you didn't when you don't have to do something there, like there 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 was there should have been no rush to do it. But the Eagles have always had a culture of paying people early. Like they mm-hmm. they've always done it. Like I and mean, it backfires sometimes. Well, even like back to the Joe Banner days, like they had a culture of just paying people early, like bring them up early so that they wouldn't be able to command more money. But the at future. the end of the day, I'm not gonna say it was a bad deal. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying, and I'm not opposed to the deal. Like if you look at the structure, the deal is actually pretty probably a pretty good. Deal. I'm just like. Right. You didn't have to do it. That's my yeah. only thing. You I, and saying? I get that you didn't have to do it. I'm just like, you know, he comes out this year, he has a great season, and he commands more money. And you're saying, yeah, so what? Pay him. But I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm, Howie's, yeah. Howie's looking at the cap, man. He always looking at the cap. So, oh, and we got to, you know, we got to also shout out uh, before we, before the show ends or whatever, you know, uh, Joe Douglas is no longer here. So Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see if Howie 2.0 is still Howie 2.0 without right. Joe Douglas. I mean, he got, he got, he put, he put Joe Douglas's. Second to command Andy Weidel in Joe Douglas's position, but I just look at, you know, Joe Doug- losing Joe Douglas was a big piece, mm-hmm. and uh, shout out to him. I mean, he did a lot for the franchise, and I hope he has success out there in, in New York. So. They're gonna pay your guy, oh uh, Mal, I mean Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, the Jenkins will get his money. You think? Yeah, Jenk. That's mm-hmm. Jenkins. That's why Jenk showed up to camp. I think he's gonna get his money. No, I think Michael Jenkins showed up to camp because. He, he was he going. Want, he was always going to show. He didn't want that bad. Puff. He didn't want that, and he didn't want that, uh, that that fine. But I think they pay him before camp starts. Uh, I think Malcolm Jenkins wants more money than the Eagles are willing to pay. Honestly, you think so? Yeah, I think Malcolm Jenkins saw the Landon Collin deal, uh, all the other safeties getting signed for big money. He's like, I'm better than that. What he said. <laughs> what he said was so key. He said. I've outplayed this current contract, which yeah. is true. Like he, he really has. Man. So, so a lot of people are like, a lot of people think he just wants guaranteed money, and they're like, oh, just guaranteed this last year of his contract. I don't think that's what he wants. Right. I think he wants more money. You think he wants like Landon? Collins <laughs> yes, I don't. I don't know if money. I don't think. He, I don't know if he wants Landon Collins type money. But he, if you're Malcolm Jenkins and you look at Landon, how Landon Collins played last year, how you played last right. year, and you're looking at the amount of money he got versus the amount of money your guy, you, yes, you deserve a bump in pay. If that's no, what, he definitely. If, a bump. if that's if that's what if that's what 
same thing you say about quarterbacks, right? This is what they're getting paid. Then guess what? It's your, that should hold true for everybody. Right. And I think the Eagles are looking at it with a side eye, like, uh, uh, they're gonna get this deal done, man. I, I, I have no doubt in my mind. I think he plays done. even if he doesn't, so it doesn't matter. And I think the Eagles know that. They're gonna get this. Nah, I think they'll get this deal done, man. I think that the Eagles have they have a good they have a good rapport with people like, you know, like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna pay you. We're gonna get it done. And I think they're working. I think they were working with them. I think that's what, like I said. I think that's the reason they showed the minicamp. I think they were working with them behind the scenes before then. So I, you know, I just think it's, you know, it's like you, like Malcolm Jenkins said, it's a business, man. So they gotta. They got to do what they got to do behind the scenes. I don't pretend to be a capologist. I don't know exactly how everything works in the NFL when it comes to the cap, and I don't think anyone does. I do. Yeah, that's why That's why. <laughs> that's why you're the next upcoming GM in the NFL. I should be. If I was a GM of somebody's team, they wouldn't change the shit. Trust. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> I don't even want you to be my easy team. Easy peasy, lemon, lemon squeezy. I don't want you, don't want you, you to be my You know how many championships I want on Madden, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want you to be my GMO. Remember Matt used to have a GMO? Yes, I do remember, dog. Used to crush it, cuz. <laughs> crush it. Oh, my God. It's a problem. Oh, I would be a great GM. I really would. Because I understand how teams need to be built. But, Ern, see, your problem bro, your problem with GMing is that you want to go balls to the walls now, and people have to seriously think when they play the GM game, you got to really do things. You really do have to think about the future. I look at it like this. You're like, yo, listen, I'm, listen. I'm winning this year. If I don't win this year, then you're cash strapped. And then like. So what? Earn. Listen, not, see, that's not the, the way you listen, do it, man. See, the thing is GMs go into, they go into their job like, how can I keep my job? That's their first line of thought, right? It's not, their first line of thought is not how, see the, how, I can, how I can win a championship. Their first line of thing is how I can win a job. Now, winning a championship might formulate into that, but. They're that's not they're not their goal as a GM is to main stay 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 employed. Right. And the the way as a GM you stay employed is to keep the keep the franchise viable, whatever that might mean. That doesn't necessarily mean win a championship. You get what I'm saying? Me, I don't have those concerns. Cause one, that one year I get for GM money. It's probably more than I'm ever going to make in my life anyway. So I'm going to go balls to the wall. You know what I'm saying? And it's not going to be it, – it, listen, listen. You win, you win with death. Death is, has to be a part. So it's not like I'm just like, oh, I want all the big names. Give them to me. No. I build through my – first of all, my secondary got to be elite. Uh-huh. That's one thing I got to have. I got to have elite secondary play. In this in this league, in this day and age, yeah. yes, you do have to have elite. I got to have an elite offensive line. Uh-huh. Those That's are my right. two top two concerns. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And a quarterback. Yeah. You don't think your defensive line has to be elite? Huh. Or it has to be good. I think but defensive I line has to be good, but it doesn't have to be elite. Okay. And I think if you're, if I think if your secondary is elite, your defensive line, if they're good, will be looked at as elite because they will make a lot more plays. It's a feed off. Like you can, yeah. if you like, you either you may have a great great defensive line and they help out your secondary, or you have a great secondary and it helps out your defense. Well, line. like going back to the Eagles two years ago when they made their championship run. They had a good defensive line, and they helped out their secondary. Right. So, like, yes, I think that one does – one hand does wash the other. I yeah. do think that. And I think what you said about the secondary is true. Like, if you got a secondary that just blanket coverage all over yeah. the place, 
What I look at it like this. It's a passing league. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I wanna yeah. I wanna put myself in position to pass and I wanna be put myself in a position to stop the pass. Right. So if I can block my quarterback has all day to make the throws, I don't think like the wide receivers don't have to be big names because you got the more time nobody's covering somebody for more than five seconds period. Yeah, if I'm just running just to just to react, um, and so that's there. And then my secondary, if they're blanking the people, my defense should get home. But a, you gotta have, but it's it's a luxury when you have a a, a receiver like Deshaun Jackson, who as uh, you say is the fast fastest <laughs> person on the face of God's green earth. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he is. I just love when you say that, dog. <laughs> I gotta just mention just so I can you say it every week, dog. Sean, Sean Jackson is a blur. He should play Sonic in an upcoming movie. So fast, fastest, fastest feet I ever seen in my life. <laughs> right, we, well, listen, when he first was drafted, I, we used to watch the game, and I literally I just point out, shout out to my man Dre. Uh, I'm like Dre, listen, just look. Right, he's literally open a hundred percent of the time. Like I've never seen that before in my life. Like he was literally like if he didn't get oh, if he didn't if he, people just didn't throw the ball. Nobody's checking him. Like ours. This is my. This is my. This is my. And uh, my comparison that I make a lot of time. Right? Okay. If, if if you took the best cornerbacks in the league, right, uh-huh. and you said, "Yo, you gotta check." Uh, who's, who who would you say is the best receiver in the league? Best receiver in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, either Julio Jones or AB. Okay. You gotta check. Julio, right? Uh-huh. Uh, no help. You get no help. Okay. You get no help, right? You get no help. Or you got to check Deshaun Jackson with no help. If it's me, <laughs> I'm going to check Julio. And the reason why is this. While Julio probably will moss me and make me right. look like a child, <laughs> at least I could have a better chance of running. Deshaun Jackson just going to run straight and be 15 yards away from you. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't Yo, check that. Man. You can't check that. It makes you laugh every time. You like say he just, it, man. He just run straight <laughs> and, and and it's 20 yards downfield, and you're like, what the hell am I supposed to do now? <laughs> and you can't jam him. Richard Sherman said, listen, Richard Sherman told the world, he said, You can't jam Deshaun. He's too fast. I didn't know I didn't know that Sherman. Look said look, that. look up the quotes when <laughs> when the Eagles played Seattle when Seattle won championship okay. a, a couple of years ago. I think it might have been Chips. Was it Chips first year? I don't know. Whatever. You you can't check Deshaun Jackson too fast. You try to jam him, you got air, and then he's 30 yards down the field. <laughs> <laughs> Your only hope in guarding Deshaun Jackson is you play twenty yards off the ball <laughs> and pray that he doesn't just turn around and catch a little right. dig or, or hitch. Right, 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 right. I dig it, man. Listen, I, I'm excited to see that. And you saw the picture, man. They got the man. They got they got uh, the picture of them holding up the Henny. I'm just like they got Carson on Henny now, man. I don't know what to think. Deshaun Jackson gonna have Carson Wentz in a, in a rap video. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's coming. It's oh coming, my bro. God, man. Oh. What else we missed in the last two weeks? We miss anything else? I was been? worried about the Phillies a little bit. Because oh. no, even last night, they won the game last night, but no one stunk it up. Like, I was just like, this is happening again. Like, now, well, granted, well, they're playing the Braves. The, so. the Phillies are in a weird place. Yeah, I feel the same way. Because your, your, your star pitcher isn't a star, and your star player that you signed isn't playing like a star. He played okay, but he's not playing. But like a he's star. not playing like a superstar. Right, like, right. like you can't. He's not like, carrying us to win. For instance, I saw like I guess they were ranking the players, and they said they who's the tenth best 
outfielder in Major League. No, they was doing uh, it was MLB All Star voting. Yeah, and I was like, he's a tenth. He's on tenth on the list. I'm like, tenth. Bro, that tenth. was gut wrenching to me. I'm like, come on, man. Like, Three hundred thirty million dollars. <laughs> Are you tenth? You tenth? Like, and that's not, really that's not. Listen, I watched him play, and I was like, you know, he like this year. I've seen him make some great defensive plays. I haven't seen him carry the team yet offensively, bro. When when he was signed, we were told that Bryce Harper could potentially hit fifty home runs in, in this yeah. field. Right now he has he's, twelve. He's on he's not on pace to hit thirty. I know, man. It was sucks, but um, and I thought that he would do better, you know, with the lineup, you know, because right. the lineup was crazy. But you know what? I think Earn. I think the the McCutcheon injury is hurting the team a lot. Like, but they people, weren't playing good before McCutcheon got hurt. Nah, nah, nah. Like McCutcheon. McCutcheon was the heart, and so I get what you're trying. McCutcheon to was definitely a viable part of him being. But how good were they actually playing before McCutcheon went down? They were playing better than they're playing now. Absolutely, and like, and not you know, not you know, of course, like their bullpen is hurt and everything like that. But I'm just like, you know, I expect to get, if not for nothing else, I expect Nola to get me to seven innings. I expect Arietta to get me to through six innings. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they're not even doing that. They're not that. even doing that. You know what Nola did last night? He got you through four and two-thirds. I was just like, ah. And he gave up a home. He gave up a three-run home run, which put mm-hmm. Atlanta, they led the game until the, the top of the ninth when the Phillies took the lead again and actually won the game. So, like, I expect more out of my my ace, definitely. And then, like, Arietta, who's a former Cy Young winner, I need him to be better. Like, you just never know what you're going to get out of him, man. It's crazy. So, um, I was a little worried about them. I mean, they won yesterday, which is cool. They got the rubber match today. Listen, but they playing their next 24 you, games against you got, NLE's opponents, which is major, man. You got four, I'll say four big-name hitters in the lineup still, right? Mm-hmm. You got Harper, got Hoskins, you got Rhea Milto, and you got uh, Gene Segura, mm-hmm. right? And your best hitter right now it's Scott Kingery. Yeah, yeah, Kingery, man. I, he's actually the guy who won the game last Scott night. Scott Kingery looks like a child. Yes, he does. He's four foot one. Yeah, dog. He's sixteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he's your best hitter. He's 16, I mean, no. This, this, and shout out to Scott Kingery for for upping his play, right? Because I nobody expected that out of him, right? 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 Shout out to him for doing that. But if you're Bryce, if you're JT, yeah. If you're Segura, yeah. If you're Reese, pick it up. Yeah, pick it up, yeah, man. I definitely need them to pick it up, man. I and mean, be consistent. And like, like I said, these next batch of games are against all NLE opponents. Like, yeah, which is it's this is this is where this is grind season, man. It is it is what it is. But you know what? As much as we talk about baseball, it's not gonna keep my attention. Not oh, yeah. for the summer. It nobody. just can't. Yeah, it, it can't. Just, it can't. And I went to the first game the other day, and they stunk it up. But no, no, like, baseball keeps nobody's attention. It can't keep my attention. Like the finals are over. You know we're weeks away from camp. Like yeah, I, we're we're in, we're in no man's land. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> we're in no man's land. Right we are now. in the wilderness, bro. Like I'm sorry. That's why, like, I, that's why I was so desperately and wanted I that get, game seven. I know, I know, bro. I wanted it. I wanted it. So I bad, wanted it man. bad just because I went <laughs> so I would have a game to watch today. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's Father's Day. Right. Bro. It would have been epic. It would have been epic. <laughs> right. You know? And we don't got no game to watch nothing, today. Like, got nothing. I mean, we can it. watch the Phillies, but I told you, no, no. one watches the Phillies. I'm not like watching that. Phillies on Father's Day. I'm not going <laughs> to do it. Yo, I'm not going to do it. Hey, you wild, man. I yeah. tell you. Oh, 
<laughs> I, I gotta address. I, I hear it's a lot of uh, fraud Flyers fans too in Philadelphia nowadays. Okay, rooting for the St. Louis Blues, wearing jerseys. Bro, I saw that. Damn. I, I'm disappointed in Philly. Yeah, and I know people say, "Oh, it's just a game, live and learn." Oh, yeah, it is just, a, and you can root for whoever you want, but you don't go that hard. Yeah, they went hard. You know what I'm saying? Bro. Someone but, said it was the greatest day of their life. I was yeah, like, people were what? tripping. They were spazzing. <laughs> like they See, literally, legitimately are St. Louis Blues fans. What now. part of the game is this? But you know, my God, maybe if we win a championship. We'll 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 bring it back. That's what it is. People are distraught because the the Flyers suck, man. They're just terrible. So oh man, know. we need football to start. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Oh, need it bad. All right, take us out of here, man. Oh, all right, we're back. Happy Father's Day again to everybody that's out there listening. Yeah, if you're a father, Day. if you sacrifice for your family, shout out to you. Yeah. This is 215 Sports with you every Sunday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, follow us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. And I guess until next week, peace. Peace.